Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Welcome into this Golf Channel podcast. I'm your host, Will Gray, sitting with uh, GolfChannel.com editorial director Jay Coffin in the media center from the open at Royal Birkdale. Uh, it's been a couple hours, Jay, but we're still trying to wrap our arms around what exactly we saw unfold as Jordan Spieth gets his hands around the Claret Jug, perhaps in a different way than what we envisioned entering the day. Now this might this uh, this might be a short podcast because I I don't know how to explain it. I mean, we That's I why know we, we pay use, you the big bucks. We pay you we, big bucks to come up with it. We use words for a living. Uh, we, we use our opinions and our thoughts for a living, and and I I don't know, man. I mean, we you know we kind of came here not knowing what to expect. Okay, you know maybe, maybe he wins by five, by six, he runs away with it. Maybe it's close. I, I don't know that anybody thought what was going to happen would happen and but but now that it did though it's awesome it but, is like like i was sitting here talking to mercer bags well with you know two holes to go where it looked like spieth had one hand around the jug and i said man i i a lot of these scenarios went through my mind coming into today and this was not one of them but this was probably the better. absolute it was probably perfect so I mean, much I'm better than perfect, anything that we could accomplish right like i mean like perfect yeah. like like he slayed all the demons. Like he he battled the ultimate demons. He coughed all over himself for the front nine, and then did what he did on thirteen, and then went on that stretch for 14, 15, 16, 17. I mean, it had absolutely everything, including a devastated Matt Kuchar. But it was it was riveting. True. We can get to Kuchar in a little bit, yeah. but I know I, I was speaking to Zach Johnson after his round, and he. It was for him. It's kind of like choosing between your favorite kid because yeah, right. he is so close with speed, and he's also neighbors with Kucher. And he he said, "I just want someone to win it. I don't want to see one of these guys lose it." And that was the point at which Speed was in the midst of his front nine freefall. Right. So to see him come back after the craziness of thirteen, which we can also address, it mm-hmm. deserves its own podcast. But right. but the putts that he made on 15, 16, 17 legend, was absolutely. Unbelievable! That that yeah. pot on fifteen, go get that to, to Greller. Yeah, that's gonna live that's in awesome. infamy. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was that was awesome. It, and it, you know, like we said, it had everything. It had missed putts. It had trial and tribulation. It had a near ace. Yeah. It had a it had a crazy eagle followed up by by birdies, and it had, you, you know, and it had a worthy guy in Kucher that was sort of there going toe-to-toe that just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, which a lot of people are going to find themselves against Jordan Spieth during during this era. But I just I, I just love everything about it. I love that, that Spieth was just, I mean, to, to call him nervy would be an understatement. He was a disaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was talking to, like, he was a, he was petulant for a long, long time, and he turned into Tiger Woods. Like, like with with one single bogey putt on thirteen, he he turned into Tiger Woods and then did what he did. It's just it's incredible. Yeah, 
Uh, let's let's talk about Kucher here for a moment because after, as we said, after the, the chaos on 13, he had a one-shot lead. It's the first time he's got a lead the entire tournament to himself. He plays the next four holes in two under Not and gets enough. absolutely he's smoked. Boat raced. Just has no chance. So, yeah. so I guess two parts is, first of all, how do you stomach that at age 39? Really his first shot at a major. Yep. And to know that you played that well and still came up with no chance coming up the 18th hole, and then looking forward, do you feel like Kuchar can, can ever get one? I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll, answer, I'll answer them in order. First okay. of all, I appreciate that. I, um, <laughs> I follow directions. Yes. I Look, the way that it happened for Kuchar is an absolute gut punch, all right? There's, there's, no, there's no two ways about it. When he came in and sat down and talked to us a little while ago, he was, like, shell-shocked. Yeah. Like, couldn't... And like, he's not like, a guy that often has that glazed look ever, on his face. But, day. like, he, was, he, couldn't, he couldn't speak. Yeah. Like, he was, he was at a loss for words. He did a great job talking about how devastated he was, that he tried his best and he wants to come back. But he was, like, I mean, he was the definition of the word shell-shocked. He didn't know where he was, what was going on, what just happened to him. Mm-hmm. But, and there's always a but, I... He would have had to have shot 66 to be in a playoff, all right? Mm-hmm. He shot 69, okay? He, he didn't play terribly. He would have had to have been in, in, in shoot 66 to be in a playoff, and I don't think under any circumstance that, that that number was in the cards for him today, given everything. Yeah, could have made a couple extra putts, and you know it was an untimely bogey, including one at the last with, that didn't really ultimately matter, but... I didn't see him shooting 66. Right. And to me, if I'm go- when I, if I'm him and I'm trying to get to sleep tonight, that's what I'm hanging my hat on. Is yeah, Jordan did crazy things. I would have had to have done something crazy to get into a playoff and still probably lose. See, the other thing, if I'm him, I'm hanging my hat on is the putt on 17. Yeah. He, he's a guy who talks yeah, yeah. about building blocks that yep. you have to contend before you win. You have to win tournament A before you can win tournament B. Which he, he has. He has. <laughs> But he sat there with 12, 15 feet there for birdie on yeah. 17, knowing yeah. it is an absolute must-make to have any chance. He's down two, mm-hmm. Spieth's not in yet for birdie, and that putt poured in the center. So if yeah. Kuchar ever does get his major, and we've seen guys, you know, Marco Mira get, gets his first after age 40, and, and plenty of other guys have won after age 40, but uh, Stenson last year, another one. But it's it's going to be moments like that that you feel like he can build on. That he he stepped up and he hit a ton of good shots. There's not a lot that he left Correct. out. Correct. You're for four days. Yeah. I mean, he never went away from the very first second of the first day. Never went away. Yeah. Never like played a terrible terrible nine hole stretch. Really. Never, you know, played well in bad weather. Played good. In the, played well in the great weather. Um, I, I, you know, I I love that he played that well, but still. You're talking about all, there. There just aren't that many people who have done it in their 40s. He's 39 now, yep. but it's time catches up with you quick. And 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 I just, I'm just started. I hope he wins a major because I think he deserves a major because I think he's been a great player, a, a very very good player for a long time during the Tiger Phil generation. You know, after that it's probably Jim Furyk. You know, and but I mean we're talking. He's been a great American player for a long, long time, mm-hmm. and he deserves a major. I would like to see him it's a winning a major. Long list of guys that deserve a major, and that are they're getting harder to win yes. when this guy 
Spieth is doing yes. what he's doing. We know Rory still has plenty in the tank. It's just not going to get any easier at this point in his life for him. All right, we have to go back to 13 because yeah. the Open has had plenty of crazy moments. You think of Seve with the car park yeah. at Lytham, Arnold Palmer here in 1961 hitting out of a blackberry bush. Yeah. They're going to have to erect a statue, a plaque, a put an equipment truck forever yeah. in front of the range there and just for Spieth to sit there and hit what I would say is probably the the most errant shot of his professional career. I mean that thing that the shot most was errant, bi- the most errant shot in a big moment. I'm, I'm sure just, there's probably been yeah yeah you're I, that's I'm fine. Th- he was 80 yards off. Yeah, you're I right. mean just just in terms of yeah. sheer space and blows it way off and then you have this crazy scene unfold where they're having yeah. mythical drops in the equipment truck and you're going from Titleist to TaylorMade to Ping and trying to yeah. figure out the nearest spot. Right. took 21 minutes yep. for them to figure it out and then he somehow pulls a rabbit out of his hat and saves Bogey, yeah. which as you said, and he said, turned the tournament around. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I don't, you know, that whole thing was weird too. Like, you know, I, you, you couldn't help but feel badly for Kuchar. Good thing he did go ahead and hit his second shot, which yeah. was a smart thing to do. Get that, you know, get that full swing out of the way. But I don't know you know, I saw some you know Twitter reaction and everything. You know, Spieth being a little bit of a drama queen and a dragon. I, 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 what else do you? What else could you have done over there? Was he supposed to go ahead and take a whack and and bring double or triple into play uh, or, or do something like Ju- Justin Thomas had done? Right. Um, you know, a, a smart. Play, he's a smart player, a savvy player, and in that situation. Did it hurt Kucher? Probably, but it absolutely helped Speed to be able to sit back and, hey, what are my options? Yep. Where are we going here? Oh, I can go drop it on the range? Okay, let's go over there and look. Oh, well, there's this equipment truck. There's this. <laughs> oh, there's this wire. There's this. And it just took a long time. Sometimes. you know, In sometimes, the words of somebody that we know, it is what it is. There you go. Sometimes, as we all know, the rules of golf can hurt you. And sometimes, if you know what you're doing, they can they help can you. Help Spieth you. said in his press conference afterwards, if I hit the ball straighter... I probably make a bigger number there, but Correct. he has even even this week he was spraying that driver. He was not hitting oh, yeah. a ton of fairways, so he said I relied on my experience in those situations mm-hmm. to know what my options were, Correct. and that saved him a shot because otherwise you're probably going back to the tee, right. hitting three, and that's still right. a tough hole. No, so you're making absolutely. six at the very least, maybe even bringing seven. Absolutely, into and that's where the cerebral player comes in. I mean, you have to know, you, you just have to know what you're up against. You have to know what you can do, what you can't do, and you know, really just sort of leave it in the hands of the uh, leave it in the hands of the rules officials. What are my options? Yeah. I know those are questions you're supposed to ask. What are my options? Yeah. Don't say can I or can I. You can ultimately do that, but hey, this is what I'd like to do. What are my options? And they figured out their options and it turned out to be a hell of a five. So I'll put you on the spot here, and this is a question that I'm sure we won't be the only ones debating. But Spieth now, just shy of his 24th birthday, has three majors. Mm-hmm. Rory McIlroy currently has four. 20 years from now, who's got more trophies on the shelf? Um, I, I, I think Spieth. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't have said that four days ago. I wouldn't have not said it, but I, I would have had to have thought about it a little bit more. I mean, Spieth's showing that his game that he can win anywhere. And I'm not saying that Rory isn't, but Rory ha- has the little Masters demon. Yes. And Speed doesn't. I think Speed knocks off another two Masters, you mm-hmm. know, and wins maybe three. And well, I'm I not st- ready to give him four. He's going to win another one here. U.S. Open, okay, maybe picks up the PGA. I mean, I, I've thought, you know, I thought before this week I would have given him maybe six. But now that he has three and he's finished second three times. Yep. 
Like, are you kidding me? First or second six times <laughs> at 23 years old? Yeah. A lunacy. I think he can win eight majors. I can see that. I, I, I see that happening. I think 10's a little bit too much. And Rory, right now, you give him another two or three, and is that six or seven-ish? Yeah. Rory's just got a little, just just not consistent enough, man. I'm not liking In five years, head start, four or five years, head start for speed. I right. think he's going right. to play a lot. Then once he gets to where the age of Rory is right now, I think he's got more than four. Let's put it that way. But Correct. Uh, going back to the Masters, because Spieth talked about it, and it was such a big deal that, that you you felt those whispers kind of creeping up oh, yeah. on the front nine. I've always felt that it was a three-step process to getting over the 2016 Masters for Jordan Spieth. One was winning a tournament, which he did at Colonial. Mm-hmm. Two was winning another major. And three is winning another Masters. Yep. I still think until he gets that second green jacket, people are still going to ask him about the 12th hole. But right. the, the manner in which he won this golf tournament went a long way. Some time. Went a long way <laughs> towards burying it because he was in full shell shock mode. Oh, and, yeah. he, and he yeah, yeah. pulled his way out. And he and he mentioned that too. I mean, he mentioned that today. He goes, hey, you know, I knew that that winning in Fort Worth was was a big deal after the Masters and everything. But in the back of my mind, I knew that I was going to have to win another major to put those questions behind. And I agree with you. You know, this certainly helps. Every year at the Masters, it's kind of going to kind of come up. Um, until he does get another one. And and frankly, I mean, you know, if he ends up with four, it should have been five. If he ends up with five, it should have been six. If he ends up with two, it should have been three. It, as far but as his, Masters but go. But his three right, in terms of majors, in, his three no, right now could have been two. No, yeah. Well, that's yeah. exactly right. That's yeah. a, that's exactly right. So, you know, I, I like that. I, I like hearing him admit that that's something that he's thought about. I mean, we all know that he can. I mean, he's human, d- despite what we saw today. I, I like the fact that he's not afraid to sit down and talk, that that was in there. And I like today, too, that, you know, he's like, look, man, we got two minutes, two, three minutes between shots. A lot of things are going through my mind. There was a time where he was melting down on the front nine that he thought that this was going to show that he that that he has issues, and it's going to show the fellow tour players that he's not invincible. Yep. And he, for him to admit that, I thought was awesome and very deep and very smart. For him to say, look, there was a time I'm thinking, man, I... You know, if I close this, I've got an edge over my peers, but I'm melting down right now, and they're seeing that I'm vulnerable out here, and I don't love that. And I thought that was really cool. We kind of sometimes roll our eyes when Spieth says we, talking about yeah. him and Greller. Yeah. And the, the one-two punch of player and caddy, how it's always we did this, we did that, we had a game plan. But today, that, as it he was said really- afterwards, it was... It was totally a Wii performance, and Greller has one hand on the trophy, and Speed has the other. Mm-hmm. The ability to pull his player out of an absolute tailspin yep. in the heat of the moment will, should and will go down in caddy lore as a one-on-one on absolutely how it should be done. Absolutely, and, and, and Speed talk, talked about, of all the moments, the two in particular, the one after 13, where, he, where Greller basically told him that this was momentum. Look, we just made bogey. This is a good, this is, yep. it's, you know, this is momentum. You know, it, that was the one thing. And the other time was on the front line where he pulled him aside and reminded him, hey, you know, basically, remember you were hanging with Michael Jordan and Michael Phelps and all those other guys, you know, down in Cabo a couple of weeks ago. You were with them for a reason. You were with them because you're great and you belong in that same group. Yeah. And that was another key. So those were kind of the two key moments that uh, that Greller sort of rolled his, rode his man out of the doldrums, so to speak, because... You know, it could have kept going sideways really quick. I mean, it absolutely, there were points at which it felt like a boxing match where <laughs> Spieth gets, goes for three minutes and then he gets 60 seconds in the corner with his man and, and you've got to give him as much 
pep talk, motivation, psychoanalysis, oh, yeah. or whatever that yep. you can muster before he goes and hits that next yeah. shot. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. You pull out all the stops. You do whatever you got to do to get your man thinking the way he's got to think. So three years from now, when we pull up Rory McIlroy's Wikipedia page and we see that he tied for fourth at the 146th Open at Royal Birkdale, I feel like it's not exactly going to tell the whole story of his week that started so sideways, looked so promising after 36 holes, and then he kind of had a microcosm on Sunday where he, he couldn't quite get it on track, and by the time he makes that big eagle on, on 17, it's too little too late. Yeah, I think so too. And, you know, I, you know you're looking at it, he shot 69 in the third round when guys were shooting, when the, when the leaders were shooting 65. Yeah. You know, all right, when Spieth shot 65, right? Kuchar shot 66. So, frankly, you know, that 69 on the third round is just not good enough from, from Rory. Yep. Coming off of off a really good second round, the 67 was a 67. Still a pretty good round on the final day. But, you know, we saw the first round was not good and got off to that bad start and then kind of had to play catch-up mode. The second round was really good. Third, Still just not the four rounds of, of consistency that you have to have you know, in in any tournament, let alone majors, where you're going to have guys that are on top of their game for that long. It's just not, you're right, we're going to look at it, and, oh, okay, but, you know, seven shots, seven shots behind Spieth really ain't all that close. Spinning it forward a couple weeks, though, he's certainly going to be one of the favorites yeah. at Quail Hollow, yep. which might be his favorite golf course on the yep. planet. How much, did, how, I guess going back to the second round, how important was that coming off a back-to-back missed cut? To see the ball go in the hole. Not to see the ball go in the hole, but just to get four rounds. That yeah. if, if, you're yeah, going, yeah. if you're going to Akron off of three straight missed cuts, right. you're asking some really soul-searching questions yeah. at a very bad part of the season. This is when it all <clears throat> kind of comes quickly. That I, I think I was talking to someone this week that after he won the FedEx Cup and, and the Tour Championship and all that, he would have liked to play the Masters the next week. Sure. And now that we're in the stretch of it, he yeah. he coming into this week felt like he needed to take a two or three week timeout, and the schedule just doesn't allow it. Now he might have created a little bit of momentum, even though he never really got that challenge for the title. Yeah, that's track. a good that, that's a good point. I didn't I didn't think about it that way, but you're right. Coming off those missed cuts to play four rounds is a victory in itself, right? Especially because you're given, guaranteed four. You're guaranteed four right. at Akron. and especially given the start, five over after six. Right, we're we're right in the obituary. Oh yeah, it's, it's what is wrong with yeah. Rory? All caps. Yeah, because he came in and and you can you can sideswipe the missed cut at the Irish and, and at the Scottish and and you can talk your way out of it saying my game is close and the even par scores I'm shooting are really close to five mm-hmm. under. But, but they're not. But when you come out and and you basically get pantsed by Royal Burkdale, yeah. you got some you got some yeah. problems, and he was able to at least turn it around. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I mean, I, you, but but I guess I would throw it back to you in in that. So, is this week week a success or not a success? I think it's You're, a success because you played four rounds, because you grinded it out in the second round, you made the cut. And he got a little more work because in over the weekend. But he's still well, Rory McIlroy. He's finishing seven shots. But that's the thing. Not so just what Greller was talking to Spieth about, like, you're you're the man, yeah. you belong. Yeah. I think Rory's issue is between the ears right now and that he needs some confidence. That, mm-hmm. that the game probably is as close as he thinks it is. Mm-hmm. And so I think that he's going to get enough positives out of this week and he can look back and say, listen, I tied for fourth. Only three guys beat me. I had some good moments. I made some birdies. I hit some good shots. But that might be just yeah. enough to kind of – turn things around, you know, much like Spieth needed something out of the, out of the free fall in the front nine, you know, I, yeah. I don't know that I'm ready to install him as, as the guy at Quail right. Hollow. I think it's right. going to be interesting to see what happens in a couple weeks 
uh, in Akron, but I, I think that crisis was averted. That's a it's a good point. It's still hard for me. He's still Rory, and at this point of his career, it's still hard for me to envision him having moral victories. But I hey, take but them as I they come it, when you need yeah, them. Yeah, whatever you know? it does to help yeah. confidence, and if this helps confidence, then it is a moral victory, right? Right, right. I would think. Uh, spinning ahead again to, to the PGA, Speed's going to be going for the final leg of the career Grand Slam <laughs> at age 24. Not exactly something that, uh, yeah. well, I, I can't say it was unexpected, but it's still kind of shocking to hear those words yeah. coming out of your mouth. Look, uh, let me ask you this. Who, who gets the win first, Speed at the PGA or Rory at the Masters? Um, I think it's probably Spieth. I think it's definitely Spieth. He's definitely. I'm not sold that Rory's ever going to win a Masters. I'm. I, I believe he is. I still think it's going to be a while, and maybe maybe another five six years. I just and think that. Well, it's fine. I was going to say the calendar, but now the calendar is going to probably switch. But but just the way yeah. it's, it's laying out right now, I think it hurts McElroy to have the run up, to have to go through the Florida swing all year long, asking the slow and bleed. answering every yeah. single Masters question. When do you make your trip? And yeah. how do you practice? And what events yeah. are you adding? And what are you taking away? Spieth's going to play the PGA in two weeks. Yeah. Right. And, and you he'll see, get the questions yeah. in and there's no at like, Akron, and then he'll go up right. and do his thing, and either will or won't, and then right. we'll worry about it at the Masters again. Yeah. So I think even if, even when it moves to May, I think that it's there's less time to really get in your own head yeah. and have it compressed, which, again, I think I think hurts McElroy. I think Spieth knocks off a PGA within the next two or three years. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll totally buy that. So you're saying Rory won't knock off the Masters at that point. I, I, think, I, can, I think I can buy that. You know, it's, they're both streaky, but... Yeah, you know, <laughs> at the U.S. Open, we were a month after the U.S. Open, and Spieth was down, down in the dumps, and now he's on top of the world. Yep, that quick. You know, Rory has done that in the past, but I'm still just not seeing. You know, I, I just don't see light at the end of that tunnel. Now he may show up and win the PGA, but I, I probably would be a little surprised if he showed up and, and won the PGA. But I remember, I remember you and I. This has been man, I don't know. It's probably a couple months ago. We sat in that Golf Channel digital studio, and we did an on-the-clock yep. when DJ was on top of the world. And we said, who can, who can clip DJ for player of the year? <laughs> this was at, at the time. And neither one of us said Spieth. Nor should we have at that point. No, I know. Yeah. I know and I'm not saying that, you know, I mean, you know, it ain't going to be the last time we're, we're right. wrong. But the point is, is that how quickly it just absolutely turns, man. Yep. And I love that about our sport. I yep. love that a month ago... Every single anybody who was anybody was missing the cut at the U.S. Open, and here we are here, and Spieth won two times since then, including a major. Now going for the career Grand Slam. What if he does win the PGA in this year? And then, and I realize, you know, woulda, shoulda, coulda. What if he wins the PGA and then wins the FedEx Cup, and it's actually a better year than 2015? Oh I mean, man! It, would, it wouldn't be. I mean, I, I'm, I don't yeah. anticipate it happening. But if it happened, I wouldn't be totally shocked if he wanted Eastlake and Quail Hollow. Would that would that completely shock you? No, but I, mean, I, I don't I'm, think I'm not saying it's going to happen right. at all. But it could. I'm still hesitant to, to apples to apples to say that anything is really going to touch the 2015 season. Yeah, it's I, just no, so I get magical, it. I get and, it. and everything that happened at St Andrews. If you put you know stack them up. Five wins, two majors. Yeah, no, I get cup, it. I get it. But I'm just saying, right. it, it, it like, <laughs> he's in the middle of a little run right now, and the next big nugget ain't too far away. He is at the blackjack table he is in the midst up, of a heater, and we're we're pressing. <laughs> exactly. We're putting the chips yeah. in the middle of the table. Uh, so, what uh, what are some other thoughts and takeaways from Royal Burkdale as as we get ready to exit 
beautiful Southport, England, after after a long stay. When you look back at this, besides the chaos of 13 and maybe the yeah. eagle putt on 15, what are your thoughts? Well, first of all, I thought the golf course was terrific. I mean, just absolutely terrific. I have not here and the next year at Carnoustie are the only two on the entire road of that I had not had not been to. So now it just leaves Carnoustie next year, which you know, Lord willing, will will <laughs> not knock off. But I thought. I thought Royal Birkdale was terrific. I mean, I watched the Justin Rose one from 20 years ago, and then, you know, and then uh, Patty Harrington. I was, I had worked at Golf Channel. I started working at Golf Channel the Monday of that week. So um, I, I remember that one vividly. And, and just, you know, I thought the golf course was just terrific. And everybody, you know, if you hear everybody say it's the fairest, truest links that we have on the open rota, they mean it because they don't just throw out these pleasantries about these golf courses. <laughs> I don't know if you know it. They, they don't do that that normally. So I thought the golf course, um, but it really just comes down to, to Spieth and Kuchar are, are the only two that I'm really going to remember. I'm not even going to really remember Worry that much after that. Or you know, Kepka, Kepka Lee was is up not there. Be right on the no, tip of your the Brandon Grace 62 is going to come up. That's going to come up yeah. until somebody shoots another 62 or somebody shoots 61, which is going to happen at some point. It was um, it was a little weird, though, today that, that Houtong Lee shoots a 63 and no one cared. And nobody it, it said didn't, boo. didn't matter. It didn't, yesterday it mattered. Today it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yep, it's just the way it goes, man. Today, <laughs> today's news, you know. That's right. Exactly. Well, it is still going to take some time to process exactly what we saw here. From Jordan Spieth, yeah. but, uh, but thankfully I have a nine flight, nine hour flight home. There you go to try to process it. I mean, he just comes up with magic. Whether it's, it's at Augusta, whether it's at Chambers Bay, everywhere in between. Yeah, he's even travelers he, out of the bunker. I know it wasn't a major, but still, yeah. He talked about that giving him the confidence to get here because that was the first time in his career that he'd ever won while putting like a chump. Yep. And he admitted that he yeah. never even did that in junior golf. Never won with, while putting terribly. Yeah. So by winning while putting terribly. Even though he pulled some magic out of his hat or out of the bunker, that gave him the confidence to come here and have the swagger that he did. Yep. You can make a short list, though, of players that you kind of come to expect those magical shots from, whether it's a 50-footer for Eagle on 15 yep. or, or holding the chip for par on Friday. That sort of stuff just seems to happen to Jordan Spieth. And Correct. Part of that is incredible skill and talent, and part of that is just you're you're on the short list, I think. Yeah, well, and well, in, in, I mean, now that you mention it, I don't know that anybody out there. I mean, even Rory, at his top, at his height and winning those majors, doesn't hasn't hit hasn't hold that many memorable crazy shots like that. No, because Rory wins his majors by eight shots. He does, it, so and that's, that's and major. that's impressive. But I'm you know when you're talking about you said it's a small list of people who sort of do the things that Speed does. I think it's a list of one right now. You know, Tiger Woods used to do things like that, yeah, absolutely. But Tiger Woods isn't around anymore. Phil Mickelson's had his memorable things. He's sort of in the twilight of his career and, and, you know, probably done winning majors, probably done winning. Um, Jordan Spieth, at 23 years old, man, he and Jack Nicklaus, you know, to get the first three legs before 24. So he's done something that Tiger Woods hasn't done. not saying he's going to be. I I doubt that he will be. He doubts that he will be. But, man, this kid is just special and he's awesome (laughs) and he's a great talker. And there's nothing not to like about him. It's always good to be Jordan Spieth, but right now it's maybe just a little bit better. It's terrific. As he sips whatever comes his way out of the Clara Jug (laughs) for the next 12 months as champion golfer of the year. Jay Coffin, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, Enjoy your flight home, as I I will as well. Uh, 
it's it's been fun. It's been real in Southport, it but is. I look forward to. We'll uh, see you on the other side, it. as they exactly. say. Exactly. So, <laughs> for Jay, I'm your host, Will Gray. Thanks again for listening to this Golf Channel podcast. We are signing off from Royal Birkdale, where Jordan Spieth has won the 146th Open. See you next time. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.